Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Between Heaven and Earth, an internet radio talk show where we help you connect spirit and divine guidance. Lisa Kay, your host, brings you shows that can enhance and transform your life with tips and new ideas for more happiness, abundance, and better relationships. Lisa is an expert on intuition and can show you how to strengthen your inner guidance to empower yourself. Each show is positive and uplifting to inspire your day. Her guest speakers are specialists on self-help, positive thinking, spirituality, and conscious living. Be the best that you can be with Between Heaven and Earth, conscious living for your soul. And angel blessings to everyone. Hi, it's Lisa Kay, and I am starting our show on blog talk radio and we are i'm trying to find my live cast on facebook and i can't find it um so we're going to get started in a moment so let's see and it's going really really slowly so i hope you can hear me we are we've got a show today called about how to deal with anxiety blocking your intuition i actually i have no idea where my where my live feed went. Okay, so if you guys are out there um, and you are watching this on Facebook, again, I'm not really quite sure where it's showing up. Um, type in the comments below and let me know. So, um, you know, one of the things I wanted to do was to talk a lot about... Uh, what blocks us? You know, I've asked people on my Facebook group, what is it that's blocking you? Why is it that you, um, that we can't uh, get to our intuition? You know, I'm actually going to start the show again, and I'm going to try to get this going on Facebook. I really can't. Oh, I've got, I've got one, one person. Oh, that might be me. Don't you love it? Don't you love the way this goes? Okay. I hate when this doesn't work. You know what? I have I have another um, lovely announcement for you guys. We are actually I'm actually going to move ahead and get a podcast producer and be able to um, get all this queued up way ahead of time. And so those of you, there are people coming on. So um, if you're if you're seeing this, type into the comments below and let me know. Uh, are you are you actually out there on on, uh, on Facebook? Because it is not showing up in my feed, which is really really annoying. Um, yeah, I'm not seeing it here. Okay, so actually, it's good that we're waiting a little bit because we can get people coming on. And so, if you're out there on Facebook, please. Type into the comments uh, that you're there and so that I know that you are with me. Uh, I'm trying to share this to my Facebook group, but I can't because um, I actually can't find it <laughs> on my page. So, okay. Nobody's typing in. I have no idea where this is going. All right. Well, we are recording. So let's let's just start here. Um, 
because this is a good show, and it's and I know most of the people are going to be listening to it on the recording. So, anyway, angel blessings to everyone. Hi, it's Lisa Kay, and you are watching Between Heaven and Earth, and or you're listening to it. And today's show is called How to Deal with Anxiety and Worry, Blocking Your Intuition. Now, in my Facebook group, I have a, a Facebook group called the Intuition um, Development Group, and I asked, I also have a circle, actually, and I asked them to, what do you feel your blocks are re- regarding accessing your intuition, say, this week? And one of the most common answers I get is anxiety and worry. Now, most of us get very anxious when it comes to health issues, illnesses, or maybe treatments. Uh, I had this very thing happen to me today, or this week, actually. Um, it was yesterday, actually. Um, I have, and it, this is full honesty. I'm just going to let it out there and let you know what happened, is that um, I have osteoporosis, and I have to take a very strong medication for it. It's um, an IV infusion of this drug you take once a year. And I took it last year, and the last time I had it, I had really horrible, horrible side effects. Um, But the drug worked really, really well, uh, which is good. So, I mean, basically my numbers were amazing. Um, But I had, the the symptoms I had was like after I got the the drug, the infusion, I had a low-grade fever. I had flu symptoms. I felt like I had a really bad flu. I felt dizzy. Uh, I had pain in all my joints and my muscles. It was so bad I couldn't walk. I was really, really tired. And I actually had trouble breathing. Um, it, it wasn't that awful that I had to go to the hospital, but it was, it was just basically I felt like uh, it was, you know, I was just really out of breath. Um, I, wasn't, I wasn't scared. <laughs> I was just not feeling well. And it was really awful. And the results, though, from the medication were really outstanding. My, my doctor, when I went to see her for a follow-up, you know, months and months later, was that my numbers increased 9%, which is, like, amazing. So it put me closer in the safe zone for um, for osteoporosis, meaning I'm getting closer to uh, osteopenia, which is uh, which is not great, but it's also way better than having a broken hip or osteoporosis. So, so what did I do? How did I deal with? I had a lot of anxiety. I was worried uh, for a whole year. I knew that I had what my choices were, whether I should take this medication again. Um, and but I had a year to think about it. And so when I was calm during this year, I, I thought about it and I was able to use my intuition to help me decide what to do, whether I should take it again. Um, and this was, you know, many weeks before I even saw the doctor for the follow up. And my intuition told me that the drug would be good for me. And it did prove out. It proved out in the numbers, which is really nice. But um, but also I, you know, and knowing that I had terrible side effects, what was I going to do? So what I did was I took some steps. What were those steps? Well, I talked to the doctor. And so we agreed that, uh, that she, she knew that I had bad side effects, but she said, hey, you know, it's really, it worked really well for you. So she planned to give me half a dose, um, but you couldn't guarantee that I wasn't going to, you know, I still, that I was going to be okay. Um, but we, had, we tried it. So I was still afraid of the side effects. And I was actually... Going to when I was going to the hospital yesterday, um, I was nervous, and my husband took me, and I said, you know, I'm I'm nervous, <laughs> um, but I wasn't super anxious or nervous, but I knew it was coming. And so when when I get nervous, this is what I did. 
uh, I really do three things. So the first thing was I have a belief in something bigger than me. So I practice letting go and letting God. Um, and, and I think that's really, really important to let go and let God. And I've been practicing that for a long time. That's sort of my spiritual practice, and it helped me a lot. Uh, and then, number two, I asked for prayers, because I believe prayers work, and they do. In fact, uh, I asked for prayers when I was in Cincinnati a week and a half ago, because they lost my boxes from my, my um, booth, and uh, they showed up. Um, so thank you all for that, all of those of you who prayed for me. And I asked for prayers for my going into taking this drug, hoping that I wasn't going to have bad side effects. So that was number two. And number three, I practiced uh, using my intuition, and I develop my intuition so I can learn to rely on it. I know that it's going to be there for me all the time. It's got my back, and that gives me so much comfort and so much solace. So that helped me be calmer, and I know my intuition does work because I've worked with it, and it's proven itself to me. And even for you, if your intuition is shown up in little ways, small ways, where it's like, oh, I knew that happened, or I knew... Um, I had a funny feeling. So you know it's there for you and you ha- you can believe in it. And you have to believe in it. That's one of the first steps I believe that you need to do when you're working with your intuition is believe that it is there. That's one of the 10 key secrets. Believe that it's there. And then it'll actually bear some fruit for you. Um, so long story short, in the end, I had a much better time. Uh, this time, I'm happy to report um, that I did. I had almost none of the old side effects. I had a little bit, but it wasn't as bad at all. I could deal with it, and you know, along with a little Tylenol, um, made all the difference. Uh, but so prayers worked. Um, my faith in something bigger than me helped tremendously with my anxiety and worry. And and to tell you the truth, I really I am naturally an anxious person. So I've had to learn how to deal with it through the years. And one of the things um, I, I've actually, and I think I mentioned this before on my podcast, um, I have had some really scary things happen in my life. You may have heard where I had intuition help save my life, but that was one of a scary time. Um, so it brings up something else. Is what do you do when you have some really tough times that just hit you right away and you're very anxious and you have to deal with the worry and you have to deal with the anxiety and it's really scary. Well, let me tell you, you know, what happened to me. You know, it happens, all of a sudden it hits you, you have no time to plan, you have no time to deal with what's going on and all you're just overwhelmed with anxiety and worry and a real life situation taught me what to do it gave me a great lesson and so let me uh let me explain to you what actually happened um it was actually 9-11 and I live in New York and my husband and I um we live in the suburbs but we you know we worked in New York at the time and My husband worked across the street from the World Trade Center in the World Financial Center, which is the building directly across the street. And as you know, the World Trade Center is one of the tallest buildings in the world, or it was uh, one of the tallest buildings. It's like a mile high. It was was like incredible, over 100 stories. And so he worked across the street. And I worked on 57th and Madison. And 
when the first plane hit, I didn't even know it. So I was going to work that morning. It was a beautiful morning on September 11th. And what I do is I take the bus up Madison. I take the train into the city and then I take the bus up to 57th Street. And it's just sort of automatic. So I'm waiting for the bus and everybody's, um, the there was a line there waiting to get on the bus. So I get on the bus and people were looking up. Now, I'm a New Yorker, so I don't look up. I just, just like, get on the bus, let's go. And I don't worry about so I got on the bus. I didn't hadn't looked up. And I sat down, and everybody was uh, huddled around, and they were, like, listening to this. Somebody had a radio. Now, you know, this was back in 2001, so we didn't have a lot of cell phones and things like that to get our news from. Um, so somebody actually had a radio, and they were listening to the news. And when the first plane hit um the news was talking about it and uh you know and people were and i realized you know i said what happened and so a plane hit the building hit, hit the world trade center and so we were listening to the radio um and then we heard another plane hit you know at first we thought oh people were talking and they were saying oh it must be a you know a passenger pl- or a private plane probably a propeller plane or, or and they just lost their way and they ran into the building uh, but then the news announcer said another plane hit and when we heard that we all went silent because I think we all realized then that oh this couldn't be an accident um, if another plane hit the building it must be terrorism so we all leaned in a little closer to listen and as we were riding up Madison Avenue in this disbelief, oh my gosh, what's going on? I remember there was dead silence on the on the bus and people on the street, I looked outside as we, as we were going up the avenue and people were staring south and others were watching television on these TV screens that were in, you know, uh, on the, in the windows in the buildings and, and just people were just there, um, staring and in in not knowing what's going on and then i got a voicemail from my husband um he said a plane hit the world trade center it was really bad but he was going to a meeting (laughs) he's always working um and he too he didn't realize that it was a commercial passenger plane so that was the last i heard of him and i when i tried to call I, i couldn't reach him um when i got out of the bus I looked south, of course, to see what was going on. It was a beautiful, crisp fall day. And against this brilliant blue sky was the smoke just billowing out of the World Trade Center. It was, you could see the two buildings, and it was just clear as day. It was like watching a movie. Uh, we just couldn't believe what you were seeing, but but it was real, and you knew it was real. So... I went into the building, I went into um, my office, and I joined my work colleagues, and someone had found an old black and white TV somewhere in a closet, and we took it out and put it on a chair and got an old coat hanger, you know, and remember, there's no internet like we have today. You couldn't watch CNN on, on your browser, so we had to watch on television. And they got the old coat hanger, wire coat hanger, and put it on the television to get a better signal. And um, we watched on this fuzzy black and white television the news. 
And the news had the cameras trained right on the First World Trade Center building. And you see, you know, it was smoke and flames billing, billowing out of it. And they were announcing what was going on. Uh, they said that the World Financial Center had just been evacuated uh, where my husband was. And so I thought, you know, I couldn't reach him, but I realized, okay, so they're being evacuated. That's good. They're not in there. Um, and then I thought, oh, okay, so he must be standing on the street below. Because usually when they do a fire drill or they, you know, evacuate the building, they make you stand in a designated area outside. And so I figured, okay, that's where he's at, across the street. And then suddenly on the TV screen there was like this big puff of smoke um, in the middle of the building, and the top half of the building seemed to drop down through the smoke and we all gasped in disbelief. It was and and it was like, what are we looking at? And and somebody said, what happened to the building? And then the announcer on on the news said, the building is collapsed. And you just saw smoke. And then as the smoke was dissipating, there was no building there anymore. And then all I could think, we're all standing there in disbelief with our hands over our mouths. And I and all I could think was, oh my God, that building is so big. Where did it all go? Did it fall sideways? Did it, what, you know, if it did, and my husband Vincent is, is standing beneath that building across the street, oh, where, oh my God, where did it all go? I was, I was shocked. I was, I was terrified. I was, I was so scared. I thought, you know, what if the building fell on him? And, oh, it's, it's going to make me cry. So, um, I just couldn't, I, I, I didn't know, I was, I was stunned. And so I went back to my office and I sat down at my desk and I prayed. And I, and I was so scared, I, I couldn't think. So I went back to my spiritual practice of just being in the moment. And because that's all you can do. I didn't think of the future. Um, I didn't think of the past. I, every time I tried to, it it was it was it started to put me into panic. It started to put me into extreme fear. So, and my practicing meditation over the years came in handy because it helped me be in the now. It helped me know what it is to be in the now and to and to just think of the moment. And it got me through the next twenty minutes of sheer terror. Uh, I didn't know what my future was going to hold. I didn't know what happened to my husband. Um, and, and I just waited. I had nothing to do. I couldn't do anything but wait. And then my husband called. He called my office and he told me he was okay. And that he said when he left, he evacuated the building, that he just started to walk north to my office uh, because his intuition told him, don't stay there leave and so he walked north towards my and, and eventually we, we met up and and it was it was a horrible day it was the whole thing was just terrifying um so it got me through that it got me through the probably one of the I, i've had i want to say that two or three times in my life of sheer terror that was one of them um, I'll probably share the other two with you, um, and, and unless you've also heard my story, that was the other one of saving my life with my intuition. Uh, but, you know, a combination of doing these things help you get through anxiety and worry. Um, this was a very extreme example. I, I showed you an earlier example that wasn't 
as extreme. Um, but number one, you have to believe in something bigger than you. You have to let go and let God. Number two, believe your intuition works. Because it's just you that doesn't think it's working. It does work. And number three, practice intuition, develop your intuition so that you can build it and know that it's there and, and increase your trust in it so you have less doubt. So when you practice good intuition exercises, you become more familiar with your intuition so you know what your intuition experience is like because you know when it works and you know that it is there and you can help trust and that will help you trust it. The other thing is if you don't have time to prepare and you're just hit with something really awful, scary um, and put you in a panic, learn to be in the moment. Take it moment to moment. Uh, your being in the moment is the same space as where your intuition is and where it can talk to you. And it, you'll be able to hear it if you need to. So the, that's it. Those are the things that you can do to help when you're in a very anxious or worried state. Now I'm going to have more to talk about with this, but I know it's a big issue that a lot of people have. And your intuition is always working for you. Whether you're anxious or not, whether you're worried or not, it's always there. It's just a matter of how to deal with your mental state so that you can hear it. It doesn't stop your intuition. It just kind of makes your head go a little nutty, and then you're, you have more difficulty paying attention to it. So we're going to talk more about that. And one of the things you can do to help develop your intuition and trust it more so that you can hear it when you're anxious is to do intuition exercises, to practice and use good intuition exercises. Um, and I just wanted to let you know that my intuition development circle, which is the way, where we practice all the time, and I practice with you, it, good intuition exercises. It's opening May 21st, so mark your calendar and tell your friends. Uh, if you want to join, that's when it's open. It only opens twice a year, and it's coming. So March 21st of this year, 2019, mark it down, tell everybody you know uh, it's coming, um, and then you'll be able to work on your intuition and strengthen it and trust it. Okay, guys, that's it for today. I'm Lisa Kay. You've been listening to Between Heaven and Earth, Conscious Living for Your Soul. Angel blessings to everyone. Thanks for listening. Bye.